Welcome to another episode of Fiddle Saddle. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, are the best people on the planet, Anonymous Alex and Jenna. How are y'all this week? Just reminded that there was a thing that called Fiddle Faddle that exists in the world. <laughs> you know what? I was 100% loaded up for the argument that was going to happen when Alex accused me of making up Fiddle Faddle. Because oh. I was like, I don't even know if anybody knows what Fiddle Faddle is. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I know exactly what it is. I have an idea, I think. Okay, well, like, what do you what do you uh, think it is? It's like a snack mix of some sort, and I believe there are pretzels involved. I could be wrong uh, about that. I'm not sure that there are pretzels in it, but I'm also not not sure. I mean, I do know that there is popcorn and toffee. And yeah. usually peanuts. Which sounds like the perfect it, mix to get a pretzel up in there, right? It does, yeah. It's basically, it. I mean, it, it is just Cracker Jack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like off-brand. Well, not off-brand, because it's a different... Different it's brand. It's like Cracker Jack adjacent. Yeah. Do they even sell Fiddle Faddle and Cracker Jacks anymore? Yes. Cracker Jacks, yes. yes. I don't know about yeah. Fiddle Faddle, too? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, still a thing. Huh. Although mm-hmm. the the... I don't think Fiddle Faddle and Cracker Jacks are exactly the same thing. Mm-mm. No, they're just but similar. But I think, yeah, they, they would like, they live in the same universe of snacks, but mm-hmm. I, I think they're they're definitely different. Like popcorn think, and sweet? Yeah, popcorn and sweet, yeah. Um, they sit next to the Werther's popcorn, and I think that's my preferred, like, caramel popcorn now is the Werther's Oh, popcorn. hang on. Hold on. What? Yeah. Yeah. Werther's popcorn. We're, like, like, oh. Yeah. Sorry, the little old lady in yep. me just went, do what now? <laughs> I've watched you so know, many TikToks of people making popcorn with Werther's, and I've never had it, and oh I want it. Oh, my God. Um, they have a bunch of weird flavors of popcorn now. Mm-hmm. Define weird. Like, yeah. Oreo? No, that's delicious. Not weird? Really? No, not okay. weird at all. Have you had it? No, but I'd eat it in a heartbeat. I have had really? Oreo flavor, like Oreo coated popcorn. Do you remember uh, like 10 years ago when popcorn stores popped up like ever? No? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember 10 years ago. <laughs> no, okay. That's no. fair. Popcorn I think stores some of those popcorn stores everywhere. are still, yeah, they're still like hanging yeah. on. Yeah. I hope so, because some of them were amazing. There was one that was uh, in Kennesaw called Popcorn Haven, and they had, like, mm-hmm. hundreds of flavors of popcorn. Yeah, that I never went incredible. to those places. Though. Man, I did. I But I'm a popcorn addict. I love it too much. Popcorn frustrates me as a food. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't... don't re- oh, I'm sorry. No, go, Tim. Well, I did go to a popcorn place once, and I did get a weird popcorn, but I don't remember what it was at this time, so it couldn't have been that great. Weird how? Like, weird, like, a unique flavor, like, or weird, like, yeah. I did not like that? Yeah, there's, like, there's there's popcorn, and then there's buttered popcorn, and then everything else is weird to me. Like, well, Cracker Jacks, maybe not. Like, caramel popcorn's not weird. You like, know that the official... Like Chicago style popcorn is cheese and caramel popcorn mm, mixed together. It's so good. Okay, so that's the Cretors or whatever that I bought, and I tried a little bit of it, but like my weird ass would only eat a cheese popcorn and then a caramel popcorn. Sure. And oh, I didn't want to mix yeah. the cheese and caramel popcorns yeah, because I thought that would be weird. Comes pre mixed in a lot of places yeah. here. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's I, not I, weird. I unmixed it. While I ate it. No. That's cool. I organize Skittles by color, so I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And M&M's. Yeah. And like trail mix, I I pick out. Well, I want the handful of chocolate at the end. Why the fuck? Like, it's a challenge food. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, there's always, it doesn't matter what brand of trail mix. There's always something that I, there's like one that I super don't want and one that I kind of don't want and one that I actually want, right? Out of the like five or seven or 92 different things <laughs> that are in the trail mix, that's always there. I generally always want everything in the trail mix unless there's peanuts. And then I'm like, Neh. oh, I would love that. I Give that to I've, the squirrels. Yet to meet a trail mix that I was not very into. Um, I, I, it's it's kind of a a moving goalpost sometimes too, because like I don't hate pretzels, but there'll be times when I look at trail mix and I was like, "Fuck you, pretzels!" And I don't want any of the pretzels that are in the trail mix. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's like a a mood thing for me. That that yeah. is all foods too, because sometimes I'm like, this is my favorite, like. I, I'm going to say some fucking heresy right now. Sometimes I'll look at cheese dip and I'm like, I just can't. I just can't with you today, cheese dip. Get fucked. 99% of the time, that is the only thing that I want to eat ever. But 1% of the time, I'm like, you can just take your fucking bags and you can get the fuck out of my house. Hey, Alex, you want to know what we had for dinner tonight? What? Che- cheese dip. Fucking it was cheese, cheese dip. <laughs> yeah, we did have so- cheese dip for dinner. Just before I got on this call, I had queso, I ran out of chips, and I just ate it with Ritz crackers. But halfway through eating it, I was like, I made too much cheese, I don't want this, I want something else. What did I reach for? Just not liquid cheese. Just a different type of cheese. Yeah, that matters. (laughs) It does. (laughs) So you reach your fucking limit on one type of thing, and you need a different type of thing. Exactly. I'm tired of you above room temperature cheese. Ooh, slightly chilled cheese. <laughs> Cold cheese, just what I wanted. Cold cheese is dessert. Dessert cheeses. Oh, can I tell you guys? Okay. Yes. Well, I swear to God, I'll stop talking about this, but I have no. to tell you about this thing that I did. So I took a Hawaiian roll. I took a mini brie. I made a sandwich with honey. It was the best. It was the best slider oh I've ever God. made in my life. <laughs> I need some mini breeze in my life right now. Ever since we got them, the time that you guys were here, I'm addicted. I can't stop. They're so good. They're so, so good. good. Snack They're so tiny. The best. I feel like a giant when I eat them. <laughs> so we watched a couple more episodes of Heartland. <laughs> smooth segue. So smooth. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll tell you about them now real quick. Thanks. Um, we watched... First of all, we watched episode four, which is called Taking Chances. And uh, Amy and Lou start by cleaning out their mom's room and they find a letter from their father. And then this is the episode where Ben comes in and he comes with his horse Red and he like just beats the shit out of that horse um, and calls it training. And so Ty, who like, was tough like two episodes ago is now like a, a horse lover. I don't know why I said tough and then to a horse lover, like you can't be tough and a horse lover, but whatever. He was like from the streets, I guess, uh, a couple episodes ago, and now he's like a horse lover. Um, he gets all mad at the way Ben's treating his horse, like rightfully so. Like he's like pointing out scars on this horse and stuff. He's like, look at what you're doing to this thing. And he's like, you know what? Fuck off. I don't want to work here anymore. I'm going to go work at not Greenbrier. I'm going to go work at Briar Ridge. Don't know why they made that change for TV. I guess Greenbrier was like, I don't know, copyrighted or some shit. So anyway, he goes to work at uh, Briar Ridge with Val Stanton and and Ashley. Um, and then Amy goes on a, a trail ride with, was it Mallory? I think it was Mallory that she goes on the trail ride with. Uh, and uh, she ends up getting knocked out on the side of a river like i don't know like major skull like damage or or maybe she's just unconscious but it looked like a it was a pretty severe looking patch of rocks that she fell in um and uh grandpa and lou go to find her and daddy tim is there and he's like nearly drowning himself to try and save her uh but then grandpa and lou get away with her Get away with her. Get her away from there. Thank you. Thank you, words. Uh, 
And then Ty gets fired because, and I, I'm, we'll talk more about this, but grandpa goes to be like, Hey, you gotta like fill out his probation stuff. And Val's all like, I didn't know anything about probation, even though Ashley told Ty that she was going to tell her mom about all this probation stuff. And then she never did. And so he gets fired. Right. Uh, and then we go to episode five, which is called the best laid plans. Um, and basically this is just, uh, about Lou being like a raging control freak the entire episode, uh, because she's trying to make a commercial for Heartland because, uh, Briar Ridge, I'm going to get that right. Briar Ridge made a commercial and they saw it and they were like, ah, we got to make a commercial. Uh, and so she gets her, what is it? Marty's husband who makes wedding videos to come make a commercial and then she gets drunk at the bar with Scott and uh, everybody sees the commercial and everybody loves it but Lou's like ah it's garbage it's trash and I hate myself and I'm fired from my job in New York and I'm not even going to talk about Carl because we don't talk about Carl uh, and like she's totally like she almost makes out with Scott at the bar and then she sings karaoke uh, but then yeah the commercials start bringing in business and it does really well and everybody loves it except for Lou uh, and then Mallory and Ben dump a whole bunch of manure outside of Lou's room because that's the kind of person she was acting like and then Ty comes back yay yeah yeah he did not fit in with Ashley no, they, he did those not. two are like oil and water Ashley made me so uncomfortable yeah, yeah, with her sexual harassment? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her constant sexual harassment of Ty. Yeah. It's like, ah, I just wanted you around here because you're cute. Now go do stuff. Gross. Yeah, it was terrible. And I was like, sue them. Yes. Sue them. And also, I wasn't sure, are you allowed? Like, if you hire somebody and then find out they're on probation, are you allowed to terminate them? Is that legal? Because that sounded kind of like fuzzy gray area, too. I don't know that... I don't know that they did any of this by the book. Like, he seemed to be hired by Ashley, mostly. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That's true. And as we can tell, Ashley is terrible at running a business, as shown by her constant sexual harassment. (laughs) Yes. I mean, that's one of the top reasons why but it's certainly not the only reason why she's nope. terrible at running a business mm-hmm. yes yes but i would put that at the forefront i would put animal welfare at the second front <laughs> yeah, this is true yeah she did not seem to care about about the animals being taken care of she mostly just wanted to boss tie around and make him tack up her horse and do what she said this is true also val you can see the garbage like wait we talked about how when the show started Val was not nearly as bad as Book Val, but you can see the slow descent into trash happening. Oh, yeah. It's not it's, all that slow. It's going to be but... great, though. <laughs> can I? But, so, wait, yeah. Real quick. Nope. Keep going. Okay. Grandpa Jack did that on purpose, though, right? I genuinely don't think he did. God, it sure felt like he, when he was on his way to go do it. Because he tried like, to leave, uh, though. Like, when, when the reporter was there, he's like, let's talk about this later. And Val's like, no. Let's do it right yeah. this second. He's like, okay. This is, well, okay, okay. I don't think he did the reporter part on purpose, but I, I like, I had this feeling that he was like, I'm gonna go show Val these papers, and then yeah. Ty's gonna come back home. That was that was the vibe I got. I mean, I mean maybe, maybe, but like, genuinely, I think he was also looking out because like Ty does need that paperwork done mm-hmm. though. Yeah, this is true. This is true. All right, now can we talk about why? Why did Daddy Tim fall in the river in the shallowest part? <laughs> and then, like, just not get up for a minute. It yeah. was it was like a Kung Pao sequence. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. I was like, Daddy Tim, you are in three feet of water. Yeah, just stand yeah. up. Just, just stand up. Why are and you I- soaked through head to toe? Yeah, I love it because it's like, He's in three feet of water, but only his head is above water, right? And then uh, Grandpa Jack and Lou run down, 
And they're like, oh, God, Amy. And they pick up Amy and they run away. And I'm like, are you just going to leave Jim to drown? <laughs> like, what's going well, on here? Jeff, he's too stupid to stand up in three feet of water. <laughs> Solves all our problems. All oh. I'm saying. Every shot of water rushing over his head as he, like, did the, like, newt crawl like little kids do yeah. in, like, two feet of beach water. <laughs> oh, but he did, man. And then he goes back to the other side and I'm like, you just completely Indiana Jones that whole sequence. Like, you had no effect on any of that story whatsoever. I do love, like, when he notices Amy riding a horse at the beginning of the fucking episode, and he's just like, Amy. And it's so creepy. (laughs) It is so creepy. Like, she doesn't see him. Nothing. He's just creeping on her. And I'm like, what are you doing? I did love it. There was one point when Jenna got so mad at the TV, she started talking to the TV. Uh, I don't even know if she realized she did it. Nope. But uh, when uh, when Lou was filming her commercial and she goes up to Amy, who is working with the horse, and is <laughs> like, just just do this, just do this. And she runs and gets the saddle. And Jenna's like, why would you even? Why would you Truly, even? Truly, why would you even? <laughs> she just told you that she's working. She just started working with this horse. Why are you going to run at it, first of all, yeah. at all? Second of all, with a saddle in your hand. Yeah. Also, like, just get us, just get one of the other horses that's trained out of the barn. Like, be like, yeah. hey, exactly. two minutes, two minutes, I'll be right back. Or just record the working and use it as, like, stuff for Grandpa Jack to narrate over. Like, that was my thing. Hell I'm like, yeah. if you want to just film that moment, then film that moment and just but cover also it with dialogue. Oh, but also that fucking moment with filming... I I wanted to punch the camera out of that dude's hands. The, you, you mean have the tiny used a home tripod. Yes, you have used a <laughs> tripod for every other shot. This one, you're like, ooh, it'll be raw and real and edgy, shaky cam, all right. And then everyone at home is throwing up as the commercial plays. Have we had a conversation about how much I despise shaky cam? Mm, I think. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not on it's podcast. The reason I cannot watch Michael Bay movies. Because mm. that's all Transformers was. Was mm-hmm. like literally nothing happened. He just shook the camera at things and then CGI'd in a couple of robots. But like, I'm like, they aren't even moving. You're just shaking the camera around them. Nobody Shia can tell what's going on. was there though, so. Exactly my point. <laughs> Is it? No. Okay. Uh, I got so mad. Like the first time I watched Transformers, I was like, I think that was good. And then I watched it again. I was like, no, it was hot, hot garbage. Like you can make anybody look like they're doing anything with your. Okay. Like, okay. 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 Hold on. on. No, 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 no. no. Uh, We used to watch, uh, we, we, we got a VHS copy of these old green Hornet serials from like the twenties and thirties that used to run before movies. You know the little serials that used to run before movies. They were like episodic, like in little World crap, War right? Two, where you found yes. out which horse won the race before you'd watch your war report. Yes, exactly okay. that, right? So they had these Green Hornet ones on, and I'm like, these guys are doing like full on fight action sequences, and there's no camera breaks. And I'm like, this was like a hundred years ago, Michael Bay. Michael Bay, this was a hundred years ago. You can't do any better than the Transformer shaky cam, really. Like, this guy, like, literally the actor just threw another guy across the room. Like, I just watched that happen. There's no camera breaks or nothing. Well, there was no you can do better. back then to compete. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I don't know. But, no, it, it, it super makes me mad. I'm like, but, you can do better. But, you can do better. But. But. Are you but, just mad this isn't the 1986 Transformers animated film? Perhaps. I mean, that might have been a little bit of it. Like, I'm not going to lie. There was a little piece of it that was like... You 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 didn't make a better movie. No, they you didn't. didn't make, they didn't make, did make a better, better movie. And so I was a little mad. A little mad that they did not make a better movie. And then everybody's like, ooh, but Beast Wars. You remember when we were kids and we watched Beast Wars? And I'm like, no, I'm fucking old. Beast Wars was after me. I watched the old Transformers. I didn't watch the Beast Wars Transformers. I don't know anything about Beast Wars. I'm not excited about this at all. Well, that's unfortunate because it was yeah. great. Was it? Did you watch Beast Wars? Yeah, I did. Oh, wait, no, the new movie, I mean. Oh, no. Yeah. When did that come? They made like a, Michael Bay made a movie of Beast Wars? Yeah. Yeah. That was like last year or something. That was last. Hold on, wait. 
it was like within the last couple of years, I think. Right? Or maybe it was this year. I don't know. Who cares? It was it's this a Michael year. Bay movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. And then I, then I, a couple more people, I'm like, all right, maybe I'll watch it. Because everybody said Bumblebee was good, but I never watched Bumblebee. Because there's like no I way it's good. I watched the first 10 minutes of Bumblebee. Yeah. And like, I didn't. That was it. I mean, Shia LaBeouf wasn't in it, so, like, why am I even watching it? Did Michael Bay do Con Air? Was that Michael Bay? Tim, can I tell you another movie thing that you're going to make fun of me about for years to come? Yeah, yeah. I still don't know what Con Air is about, but I am relatively sure it's a sequel to Air Bud. (laughs) Oh, hold on. Hold on. If we're going to talk about Con Air and sequels. Okay. Okay. So, Con Air. um, Okay. So, let me just be honest here. Con Air. Not a good movie, all right? But, but I will fight anyone who yes, says that it's not enjoyable. I love this movie, right? I love it. It's not good, but I love it. Okay. Have you ever seen an... Okay, it's Con Air, right? It's Con Air. It's about sure. convicts on a plane. There you go. Mm-hmm. I just um, summarized it for you. Um, Have you ever seen another little movie called The Big Lebowski? Yes. Okay. So, it was recently brought to my attention that it works very well that The Big Lebowski is a sequel to Con Air, and it has made Con Air a million times even better to me, and it it has even improved The Big Lebowski. Like, I love it so much, the idea that these are sequels. And next it's chance so we good. get, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch Con Air, and then we're going to watch The Big Lebowski so mm-hmm. you can see how they relate. In none of the movies that you're saying do dogs play basketball. This is true. Yeah. And then we'll watch Airbud. Great. As a reward for making it through the other two movies. So we're going to George Lucas this and watch the prequel Airbud in in last place. I think we should start with Airbud and see how that goes. Okay. I think that makes sense. Because I think that we could, as we go, the goal of this day should be to understand how it is the sequel to (laughs) Airbud. I don't know that we should let Alex makes the rules for how <laughs> because somehow Pacific Rim is a sequel to Miami Vice for for First Alex. First of all, that's not true. They just take place in the same area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The same exact location. <laughs> I mean I so thought that like saying... one was more Fort Lauderdale, but alright. <laughs> What you're saying is that Pacific Rim is alternate universe Miami Vice. Is so, that what I'm getting? So which one takes place in Fort Lauderdale, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Not Miami Vice. Okay. I just needed to make sure. You can understand why I needed to make sure, I right? I understand why you had to ask. Okay. Thank you. Fort Lauderdale Vice. <laughs> maybe that's how they get you. Maybe Miami Vice does take place in Fort Lauderdale. Maybe it does. That's the whole premise of the movie, I assume. I've seen it's, it. It's it's the whole, like, uh, what is it? The Dallas Cowboys don't play football in Dallas. They're actually in, like, Arlington or whatever it is. It's that kind of thing. Like, Miami Vice isn't really in Miami. It's slightly, it's, it's in the suburb. Lauderdale, but they change the street <laughs> signs just to, like, getcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty good. Miami Rim. Pacific Vice. <laughs> but with an S instead of a C of in the Pacific. The guys from Hawaii Five O just roll up and they're like, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Daddy Tim Falls almost in water. drowns. Mm-hmm. Three, three feet of water. Um, I don't know. I like this show, though. I, I don't know if it's like this show. I don't know if I would like the show as much if we hadn't already read the books, though. Yeah? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, like, like extra invested just because I already know these characters. But I always talk about that, too. Like, like, like people complain about, like, Batman movies when they're like, oh, Ben Affleck shoots guns. Eh, who cares? It's a different guy's imagining of a character, right? Mm-hmm. And I like it when new comic book artists take over projects and you can see how they sort of envision the character. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing with this. Like, it's like, what's your Grandpa Jack like in comparison to the one that was written in the book? 
<laughs> That's not my Grandpa Jack. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like the book series is Heartland six one six, and then, <laughs> and then this is like just a different universe mm-hmm. in the in the multiverse of Heartland. Mm-hmm. And then all of our fan fiction that I'm sure we're going to write at some point will be another one. I can't this wait for also... Spider Amy. Sp- oh. Yeah, yeah, right. Horse Spider. Horse Spider. Now it's going well. Then horse fly, Amy. Right, like the fly. Help me, <laughs> <laughs> Brundle, Amy. Um. So, yeah. Would now I be want, craven. Like, yes, but now I want like horror. Wait, we've already seen Horror Heartland, haven't we? Horror? Have we? we I mean, have. we have. Yeah, do you remember this? A little game run by He Who Is Steve that we played in? I do remember that. Mm-hmm. That was Horror yep, Heartland. That yep, was a whole nother... Yep, complete with buttholes. <sighs> complete with buttholes. It just felt so canon because of Sugarfoot being the same character. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sugarfoot is our is our, our base. Like, there's one Sugarfoot that mm-hmm. exists in all the multiverse of heartland sugarfoot's the tardis that ties together the timelines yes yes i mean you do notice what we haven't seen yet in the tv series though right mm-hmm. you know what hold on <laughs> no tim didn't apparently <laughs> well no i just thought about the fact that y'all had mentioned sugarfoot being in the tv show but sugarfoot is not in the tv show mm, that's weird what, you trust my recollection of films and movies? No, I'm sure that Sugarfoot will come in at some point. I just wonder where has Sugarfoot been murdering? Somewhere, for sure. Until now. And I wonder how far until, like, how much of this am I going to have to watch before I get Sugarfoot? Hmm. It is really good, though. And there's also the catharticness in this show of everybody telling Amy, that's not fair when she's being Amy. Which I feel like we missed out on oh, in the books. God, yeah, it's so good. Man, Amber Marshall. I think I know I said it last time, but I'll say it again. Like, that is Amy. Mm-hmm. That is 100% Amy the person. She made a facial expression yeah. during one of the episodes. And I just, you like, you can hear the moment in the book. Like, you're, mm-hmm. you can just imagine reading that moment in the book. And you're like, yeah, that's that's what I pictured her face doing right mm-hmm. there checks out she must have been a fan of the series before she got she the part had to have been and i there was there was a mention of daddy tim being um addicted to certain things oh are we censoring this now well i don't remember exactly and i don't want to be wrong so I think I it was painkillers after his accident opiates okay so, I don't know, but that wasn't a thing in the books at all. Right? At least not anything that they really addressed. They, like, I mean, they, they, yeah, I feel like they what, alluded it to there? it. I feel like they alluded to it as being part of the reason why he left. It wasn't just because my chair is squeaking so much and I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, it wasn't just because, you know, he got into an accident and he was getting better, but he wasn't getting better, you know? Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 and they... They make a lot of comments about like how he couldn't be around the family and like he was just like mentally checked out and everything. So I mm-hmm. feel like it's like borderline. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm real interested to see how that's going to go. Like, because Jack and Tim have to get into a fight at some point. Oh, they gotta. They gotta. Like, I know he said he's not going to stand in the way anymore. Grandpa Jack, that is. But I don't know. I mean, he's not going to stand in the way of their relationship. That doesn't mean that if he comes onto the property unbidden, he's not going to deck him right in the face. Yeah, but like, I feel like Daddy Tim is not done screwing up in Jack's eyes. I feel like something else is going to happen. Is, is anyone done screwing up in Jack's eyes? Probably not. Probably not. Amy. Yeah, Amy can Amy is do no wrong. Amy yeah. is perfect. Which, that that's probably a trauma response. Is Carl going to come back? Did she break up with Carl and I just forgot? Do you think Carl's going to come back? There has not been an instance where she has spoken to Carl since the first episode. Do you think we're going to get like this whole Sweet Home Alabama thing where where Carl comes down to like reclaim Lou? Is that what happens in Sweet Home Alabama? Not really. I'm taking some I mean, it's not not what happens. 
Yeah, Patrick Dempsey comes down at mm-hmm. some point. I remember to, to make the wedding happen faster. Yeah, and then Murphy Brown was there. Yeah, that's his mom. The painter? Yeah. No, 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 no. Murphy no. Brown. Not, Murphy not the Brown painter was, from Murphy Brown. Yeah, it's a totally different thing. There was yeah, a guy okay. who painted Murphy Brown's house. Yeah. That's who we were right. talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's coming back to me now. Did you ever? Murph- Never mind. Murphy Brown was Patrick Dempsey's mom mm-hmm. in Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Okay, I only. That's re- not her real name, by the way. That no. is her character's name. Yes. And a whole different thing. In Murphy Brown. In Murphy Brown. Okay, so there's there's no way I'm gonna win any of this in knowing who these people are. Let's the go. only thing I remember about Sweet Home Alabama is the line that the mosquitoes down here are the state bird, and that that was a recurring joke. And that's mm-hmm. the only thing I remember mm-hmm. about that movie. Other than they probably I, played the song at some point. I remember <laughs> being offended at the 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 stilted dialogue of those people claiming to be southern and claiming to be s- like sounding southern and using all these phrases that I've never heard a person use and in terrible ways and I'm like this is not what we sound like I hate you I just believed it I mean I was living in Canada at the time so I <laughs> yeah, just believed I mean, it yeah no 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 uh, what we sound like okay no, I mean, most of those people were not Southern, so yeah, it is yeah. not what we sound like. But. Yeah, no. How hard would it have been to get an authentic Southern person to play uh, something that you're trying to make sound Southern? Is Reese Witherspoon know. Southern? Because she did sound good. I, I have she no is, idea. Though. Let's Google where. where she, I'm, I'm doing Googling it. it. I'm doing it right now. Jenna's doing it. Yeah, she's from New Orleans. Yeah. Sorry, New Orleans. No, I like hey. I like pronouncing the whole two words. New Orleans. New Orleans. I don't care how you say it. Their football team is stupid and I hate stupid. it. Stupid. And we beat them over the weekend. Yeah. So. Get out of our state. Jesse Bates had a 92-yard pick six. It was awesome. That's all the football I'm going to talk. That was just for Scott, <laughs> though. I'm like, I'm going to not talk about it, and I'm going to go listen to Horns Over Hoops. That's how I'm going to get my sports fix. I got a Horns Over Hoops sticker today, and then it got taken away from me. <gasps> how oh, dare? I know. When do I get a Horns Over Hoops sticker? Scott? I soon. I need it for yeah, my probably. for my amazing water bottle. You do. So many good ones. So many good ones. Okay. So now that we've talked about Heartland. Yes. What's new in horse? Horse What's new in horse leans. Horse horse leans. New horse leans. Damn not, it, that could have been an episode title. Not horse or damn. <laughs> okay, uh, this is a horse, horse news. Horse and bull was once constant. Not bull. Sorry. I th- I feel like you've already used horse Stantinoble. I have. I yeah. have. I think. Okay. So, but we've there's there's more titles to be mind from this quarry no no that was right okay uh this is a story that that i got from songheart so uh thanks songheart for sending it to me but it's a extremely cool story so there is this little foal that was born with this uh rye nose is what the deformity is called so their nose was totally twisted to the side it's like a really really intense case of it say say that again rye rye w-r-y Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, standard bread fold. And, like, she was born, and most of the time when this happens, like, especially because this was, like, a sports barn, like, where they, they were racing the standard breads, they would not let them live because the quality of life wouldn't be there. But these guys, he has a teenage daughter, which I assume equated for 80% of this. They decided to go into surgery with it. So they actually went and fixed this at the University of Pennsylvania School of Veterinary Medicine. They completely went in there and rebuilt this little filly's nose. Wow. Yeah, and like straightened it out. It's it's insane. And I'm going to send you guys uh, the link right now so that you can look at, at all of the uh, stuff. And then they, uh, just for fun, I'm going to tell you the name of this little filly. They called her Rye Not. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You guys can see like just how crazy extreme it was. And it's they also like they had to jump through a ton of hoops. Like they this Philly like she couldn't nurse, so they had to get the colostrum into her by like injection and like tubing and everything. But yeah, they had to do all these oh, like no. crazy interventions <laughs> to make sure this horse was like stable to even go in for surgery. What a baby. 
Such a baby. Such a baby. And if you scroll all the way down, you can see how good they did. Look at how cute. Look at how cute this little animal is. She's adorable. (laughs) Oh, no. And look at... I just feel so bad for that... That... That (laughs) nose... But look at it. Like, scroll down and look at how good of a job they did. They did so good. It looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's so good. Her nose will never be perfectly straight. Me either. (laughs) It's okay. I feel so bad for that horse looking at it, though, before they fixed it. And then it looks so amazing after. Yeah, it's real bad. I mean, just like, in as much as... It would fuck with its ability to like eat and breathe, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <sighs> like when you look at the picture of the skull and stuff, I'm like, there's no mm-hmm. way. But that looks amazing. Yeah, it's so freaking good. So yeah, there you go. That's your horse news. That's amazing horse news. Heckin' baby. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I love this horse. Yep. And I love this horse's name. Sorry, that's no, going to be the amazing. next like 20 minutes yeah. of this show is just yeah, us looking just at si- <laughs> silent reading. Yeah, it's reading time now. Yep. And now we read. Okay. Now that we're done reading, now that we caught out the 30 minutes that it took us to just read over that. Um, Jenna, how do you feel about a, a quiz? We could do that. Okay. Yeah, but how do you feel about it? Well, I mean, I, I, I feel like we could do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does that work? It, yes. it wasn't on my feelings flower chart, but I appreciate it and I accept oh, it. Oh, okay. Is that the okay, little... all right. The little paper things where you go. No, no. that's a fortune. Uh, yeah, what? Oh, that's a fortune teller. Okay, I thought that was a feelings flower. I don't know if Tim has ever been a child. Nope. No, we found Shannon and I found one of those fortune tellers recently at the barn, and it told you like what horses you were gonna get, like color and breed, and we just kept doing it like, <laughs> and it was like forever. Ten year old lesson kid had left it there, and we we're like, well, nice. This is our afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Are you ready for number one? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and tell you the connecting string in this is Jess Amley. Is that a person? Yeah, it's an it's a it's an actor from Heartland. Okay. All right. I don't know. Can you can. mm, Okay. It's Mallory. Tell us. It's Mallory. Mallory. Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay. All right. This is going to be tough. Yes, it is. You're welcome. I think I've seen one of these things. So. I, well, I, no, I, I know I've seen one of them. I think I've seen another one, but I'm not entirely sure. I'd have to go back and like look at it, look at it. Are you ready? Yes. A precocious nine-year-old with an overactive imagination was born in a notorious zodiac among Chinese, in the year of a notorious zodiac among Chinese families for producing the most troublesome children. Drop dead Fred. No. Year of the Why? Day. Hold on, Mal- Mallory. This is the girl who plays Mallory. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> when? I'm, okay. I'm not in charge of the time stream. Tim, there's like a not zero chance that this is a kung fu movie. This, there is a zero chance that this is a kung fu movie. <laughs> I don't know. Once upon a time in it's China. It's a white actor. They've picked a Chinese zodiac. This is not going to end well. Well, I didn't say that oh, she's the main character. It's Iron okay. Fist. Well, Clearly, that's what this is now. If it's a I, white person and an in Asian no person In no way story. did I say that she's the main character. She just is okay. in it. Because As what, though? Because guess what? A lot of the actors in Heartland are not the main character in other things. Amy. I'm talking to you, Amy. It isn't about you. It isn't, um, it isn't about them. They all learned it wasn't about them. Okay, so child, the good son... No, th- I'm having I'm having a real hard that time. That person <laughs> was maybe not even alive when that came out. <laughs> she was born in 1994. Holy crap! The oh, Good Son came on. out in what 90? Probably between 89 and 91, probably right. I don't know. It might have been. A think about less that. think about Elijah Wood and how tiny he was. He, yeah, he was. He was very tiny. Yeah, Alex, have you seen The Good Son? No. It is. I was thinking far and away one of my favorite fucking movies. That tracks. That <laughs> tracks so much that that would be one of your favorite movies. That has Macaulay Culkin in uh-huh. it and, and a Elijah very, uh-huh. very young Elijah Wood. They're like, both is, very young. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not Back to the Future young Elijah Wood. So it was after Back to the Future too. 
But not Flipper Young, Elijah Wood, because that was like 1994. It might have been around Flipper Young. Yeah. Okay. It might have been around 94. Yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think, Elijah Wood. If I'm not mistaken, Home Alone was 92. And it's, and it's got to be before that. that. No, it was after. The oh, Good Son was you after know what? Home Alone. All right. Okay. Now we're going to look for that, too. Sorry about all these typing noises in this track, because here the Good we Son go. Definitely came out after Home Alone. 1993. Was Home Alone? Was The Good Son. Okay. When was Home Alone? 1990. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, it was definitely after. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I, do you remember Elijah Wood in Back to the Future 2? I've seen it one time. He was in there for like four <gasps> seconds. He was the kid at the video game machine. That was Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember video game machines. I don't remember anything about almost all of Back to the Future. <laughs> I've seen them all one time. Um, wow. Like, how, though? Like, even just, like... I know. Like, they were on TV so All the time. Yeah. I didn't, like, okay. I don't think I really ever watched a lot of TV. Okay. I just, I was like, hey, I'm just gonna read away from all of you people watching crime documentaries. (laughs) That's cool. Okay. I need another clue. Okay. Oh, yeah, desperately. Yeah. Dinners around this kid's family table are a raucous affair where old world propriety and new world audacity mix in even measure. But as summer approaches, it seems like this child's carefree childhood days are behind her. Step up. The Godfather. No. The Nutty Professor. No. There you go. It's a good one. Flubber. I'm trying to think of where her family eats around the table. That's what I'm working on now. No clue. It has to be like a family where old world propriety and (laughs) new world. (laughs) That's why I thought the Godfather. Um, There was no propriety in the Godfather. There was old world, though. Yeah, that's true. And oranges. Yeah, but there's old world in a lot of movies. Let's have another clue. (laughs) This is a 2005 Canadian film written and directed by Julia Kwan that won the special jury prize at the Sundance Film Festival and the Claude Jutra Award for the best feature film by a first time film director in Canada. Wow, they were adding a lot of words to that award. (laughs) Well, it was those two words or two two awards, two awards. Two awards. No, first time film director in Canada. And I missed what the original award was about to begin with. That's like seven words. It was two awards. (laughs) Two awards. Okay. Now I'm back. That's still a lot of words. Yep. Like I I could probably win. I could probably win something like that. Hey, what what was Mallory's name again? Jess, what? Mm, Yeah. I like the way that you're fishing there. Alex, do you remember? I don't remember her last name. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I think it started with an M, but there's really no way to know. There's no way to know. I mean, I know, but there's no way for you guys to know. I don't need to know. I feel like this one, we're just going to get there through guessery. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Do you guys want to go to Google? Because I don't yeah. think what? that any of us have ever seen this. Yes. Okay, um, sure. I'm ready to go to Google. Okay. And I got to open it. I'm ancient and old. Okay. Okay, now I'm prepared. Okay. Tim, are you ready? Yeah. And go. What the hell? Oh, this is not going well. Mm. The last name that I guessed was not it. Mm. I got the last name. Love Crimes of Jillian. That's not anything. Let's just go to IMDb and see what's going on there. Yeah, we know she's known for Heartland. Cheating. You can't go to IMDb. The runner. How is that cheating? I don't know what I'm looking for. But then you're going to find other movies. Asylum. No. What? The Quiet. No. Last Chance Cafe. No. Fuck, what is happening here? <laughs> it's not the run. I think Tim already said the runner, right? Yeah. What? There's nothing. There's nothing. Okay. She's she's done nothing. Great news. She's hold on, done hold nothing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've almost got it. Absolute zero. No. Mysterious Fuck. ways. Fuck, this is going so wrong. I love it. It makes me she happy. Barbie. And the Bar- magic it- of Pegasus. 
Eve and the Fire Horse. Yes, Tim. Good job. I don't even see that on anything here. I had to dig deep for that one. All right, close that shit out, you cheaters. (laughs) I didn't even go to IMDb after Tim started yelling at me. I did close it. Now that's why I've lost. So, Tim, that was sabotage. No, I went to I I went through Google. I did not go through. (laughs) Are you guys ready? Fucking not. (laughs) We'll see. I might have. I might have. I might have got a couple of them. I'm hoping. All right. She said she's seen one of them, so. I think I've seen two of them. I know I've seen one of them. Okay. Are you ready for number two? Probably. Number two is a straight-to-DVD thriller-horror film co-produced in a first-time partnership between Paramount Classics and MTV Films. The Runner. No. Okay, was it they? No. I was about to say, I didn't think it was they. There's no way that was a straight-to-DVD is it Barbie no. and the Magical Pegasus? <laughs> no. <laughs> was it Asylum? No. What was the other one I said? What was the one that I said after The Quiet? You didn't say this one. God damn it. What's another clue then? With MTV. Mm-hmm. Straight to DVD. What are we, yes. rapping now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys wrap the rest of your guesses, okay? <laughs> I don't have any guesses. I, need I have another nothing. I don't even know anything. <laughs> On the way home from visiting her parents' grave, Christy crashes her car into a rock. The impact throws Christy to safety, but her older sister, Vanessa, is trapped inside when the car explodes. This is Vanessa's Heartland. body, which is Jessica's <laughs> body not. before it got popular. which is jennifer's body body, the actual movie vanessa's body is the movie that they made for this one and it went straight to dvd so then they stole that for jennifer's body which i said jessica because i said vanessa and there's you know yeah two two s's yeah uh, sound yeah Yeah. was it was it firestarter it's not firestarter it's a great song though was it prodigy now you're just saying music Um, okay, what year was this one? 2007. 2007. That's like two years ago. No, it's nope. a bunch of them. 2007. So she would have been 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And she was in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Which means they had to have someone on set to teach her school stuff. It's true. <laughs> uh, probably as well as, you know, Heartland. Probably. How? How is this getting you any closer to a It's not, it's not. dude. It's just, it's just fun knowledge about film sets. <laughs> I just thought we would... Well, we contemplated just not doing this at all because we're so bad at it. I just thought it would be fun to have like little like movie <laughs> trivia quotes so that you could pop up on the bottom of the podcast. Like, you know, when you're watching like movies on Amazon and it'll be like, this thing in Twilight is different. You can tell because in one scene, the deer has a white tail and in the next shot, it has a black tail. <laughs> Alex just invented pop-up video. It was an MTV, Tim. Mixed with MTV. Yeah. I'm just I'm following the prompt. Uh okay, no, I, I don't know this one. Cool. What if we made horror titles based off of MTV shows? What if we did? Haunted Cribs. Yeah. The really yeah. scary world. <laughs> can't think of that many MTV shows. Was uh, Rock of Love one of the... No, what was the one... What was the dating show with Flavor Flav? Rock Flav? Love. Oh, was it Flavor of Love? Is yeah, that, right? that could yeah. be. That's exactly it. Rock, Rock, Rock of Love was the Bret Michaels one, right? Yeah, I think. Why wouldn't they make it Dwayne? The Rock Johnson. That would have made more sense. <laughs> okay. Do we have any more clues and are they going to help? Uh, I have... I have the entire plot here that I could read to you. I don't know that it will help. Have you seen this movie? Phantom I My think Ride. I, ha- I think I have. This okay. is the one I think I've seen. <laughs> wow. There is a character in this named Amy. The craft. Heartland 2.0, the spooky one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sp- 
Heartland. <laughs> okay. Nope. I'm. I'm gonna have to Google. Cool. I'm excited. Okay. All right. Let also, me I'm. To- I am going to be watching this again. Just. Just get ready for that. Okay. Okay. I need. I need to know. Are you ready? I'm yeah. ready. And go. Beneath. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I thought we were in a car. What are we beneath? Well, there was. Uh, more. I didn't. I didn't lives. get to like you know the plot. The like the rest of the plot because you guys were like, oh, let's go to Google. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I never knew that you wanted us to keep going. <laughs> we were doing so strongly. She looks so grown up now. What? There's a picture of her. Oh yeah. Google. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna send you guys I was gonna send you guys like the Google image search of what the heck this child now adult looks like. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready for number three? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, have, I can I, have, I can put this down. Yeah, I've closed Google. Sweet. Number three is a two thousand and two American supernatural horror film directed by Robert Harmon and starring Laura Regan, Ethan Embry. Dagmara Dominicek, Dom, Dom, yep. Jay Brizo, uh-huh, and Mark Blucas. I can say that one. Is it they? It is they. Ah, That's the one they. I have absolutely seen. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> I don't remember it at it all. It was awful. I'm sure I saw it that too, is, though. That is my personal opinion, and it is also the correct opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see movies like they. Like every time I see a movie with a title like that, it reverts back to two movies for me. It reverts back to them mm-hmm. with the giant ants, and then it mm-hmm. reverts to They Live with Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Okay, which are two phenomenal movies. Mm-hmm. But every time I see anything with any kind of like pronoun for a name, that's immediately what pops into my head. Mm-hmm. How do you even decide to watch a movie? Like what happens? <laughs> never sounded less human i don't think (laughs) personally my personal opinion is this is the moment everyone finally figures it out no i'm i'm sorry i did just say that rowdy roddy piper was in the movie and i don't understand how you not watch a movie with rowdy roddy piper yeah i thought you were making a nursery rhyme and (laughs) you confused me i'm here to chew bubblegum and kick ass and i'm all out of bubblegum so that I'm fight just scene so confused. with Roddy Piper and who was the other guy that was in that movie? I can't think. That's of not right what now. you said the first time. You didn't say Roddy Piper the first time. Yeah, it's Rowdy, Rowdy, Roddy, Roddy Piper. Piper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two names. You can't just go down to one then. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, Roddy is it is a modifier. Yeah, you can't for Roddy. You can't go down to one name from two. <laughs> I go, I I do it all the it's, time. Anonymous Alex. I mean, he's got you there. Anonymous Alex Piper. I don't know who he's talking to. (laughs) How do you just decide to watch a movie? (laughs) Like, for real, though. Like, so when you go to do it, like, like, do you start with, like, a genre? Like, do you know what you want to watch? Like, what happens? No, not always. No. So then... Hold on. Wait, hold on. We're hold actually on. Are... talking about the human experience of watching a movie, of of sitting down and picking a film to enjoy yeah. for two hours, give so, or take. So, there, but it's situational, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're college me, and you're like, I'm going to go to the theater and see a movie, which one have I not seen yet? Yeah. Right? That's how we establish that, because I go to the movies a lot. Adult me rarely goes to the movies Mm -hmm. and so if i'm going to the movies it's for a very specific movie Mm -hmm. right um adult me sitting at home i have two criteria for a movie there is i want to pay attention to a movie and i don't want to pay attention to a movie yeah um unfortunately unfortunately though that normally means that jurassic park gets put on and then i am paying attention to a movie (laughs) but yeah it's like if I don't want to pay attention to a movie, it means I'm doing something else, but I just want to have some noise or something. So I turn on a movie that I've already seen a million times. Jurassic Park. Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, Ghostbusters, something mm-hmm. like that, right? 
if it's a movie I have not seen and I want to pay attention to it, again, like, these don't happen as often as I would like. So they're usually, like, pretty, like, something about this movie has grabbed me and now I will take my time to see it. Yeah, the stars have to align. Yeah, there are plenty of movies I want to see that I have not seen. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there you go. So how do you decide to watch a movie? I... Well, I don't. Somebody think else that... has it on, and then you are sucked into a movie. I, yeah, because I've don't been think I'm sucked into it. I've been trying to get her to watch Goon forever, forever. So yeah. I don't know. Like I've bullied and I've I th- tried everything. I think I almost got you the other day. Yeah, that was when I thought I was going to have time to watch a movie. I ended up not watching a movie and editing instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that I mean, that so. is usually what happens, honestly. There was a moment that I thought, I'm going to take time tonight. I'm going to get so much done during the day. And I did get so much done during the day, Mm -hmm. but not enough. What were you going to watch? If you do, I hope that you watch that movie. What movie? 3,000 Years of Longing. Oh, yeah. That was the movie you told me about. Yeah. 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 So this is now like this goes on a list. And like if I remember it the next time I go to watch a movie, then I'll, I'll watch it. Well, that's not true because I never go to watch a movie. So a lot of times what happens is I sit down for dinner and I was like, okay, let's put on a movie. And Scott will dick around with the remote for 30 minutes. I finish dinner in five minutes flat because when I sit down to eat, it's like a rabid dog who's never seen food before. And then I wander (laughs) off and the movie is never on because Scott takes 30 years to find a movie. (laughs) The last time that I saw Alex watch a movie is because we bullied her into going and seeing the Adam Driver mm-hmm, classic, mm-hmm. 65. Yeah. I yeah. can't think of a time since then that I have sat down and watched a movie. <laughs> <sighs> like, maybe, like, maybe I went to the theater once after that, but I don't think so. I think that was it. There was one time you texted me and told me you were watching the D&D movie, and I'm like, this is weird. Yeah, uh, that one... I think Scott put that one on, but he had it like locked and loaded, like ready to go. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Like, that's again, like, that'll be like if you have it ready to go and you can like keep me in one area for long enough to see the duration of the movie. Because, as we all know, Alex is a feral cat. Pretty much. Speaking of feral cats. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No. Our patrons aren't really feral cats, so that one doesn't really work. I was going to try and do something with it, and I got nowhere. Do you want to... You know what's you know what's like a feral cat? A, a metal horse, in that it's an adjective and an animal. And a thing that you can find in a barn. It's true. True. Just gonna Mad Libs the, the outro hey, here. did I tell you I went and bought barn boots? You did not. Uh, yeah, I bought boots to wear to the barn next time we go ride horses. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. And maybe next time he won't tell me that we're not going to the barn and I will bring boots. <laughs> the... The best part about that was I specifically told him, do not ask me any questions. You are at my whim. And he made himself an authority figure on what you should pack. Mm-hmm. I did not see how it could fit into the trip. And I'll be honest, it couldn't. And yet it, it somehow did. did, but it couldn't. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is that I did, I did previously speak to Alex about going to the barn and writing and then I was just like, well, Tim has clearly spoken to her since I have. <laughs> sure did. Nope. nope. Tim's on pony next time. <laughs> no. I think he could handle it. He's ready. Oh, no. Nope. Part of me is like, I really want to. And then the other part of me is like, I enjoy my body working. Yeah. And see, both of the horses that I've ridden. I felt like have have realized when I got on them that I had no business being on them. And we're like, we're going to be pretty cool most of the time here for you. Mostly Libby. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's fair. And you realize yeah. that Pony, it doesn't matter your experience level. You get on yeah. her, she goes, you have no business being up <laughs> here. <laughs> 
just I I just remember the one part of the trail ride that I really remember is like I I know how pony acts. It's not a surprise to me when we're not four feet on the floor, we're rearing and jumping into the middle of a field. But the moment that pony was doing that right in front of Tim, and Tim just went, "Oh no!" <laughs> I was like, "This is fine. This is completely fine." Okay. Okay. Metal horses. Metal horses. Let's talk about our metal horses first. Like Moose Jaw McGraw, Big Thick Martingale, and Beta Ray Philly. Those are our three. And I know what you're thinking. You're the only one with horses in your barn? You thought wrong. You know what? Nate has hot lava spaghettios. And Stevie Lake's boyfriend, Philip D. Keating, has Iron Meriden. Anonymous Steve, who I have never doxxed in my life, has Dale Donuts Third. Matt Alman has Dime Bag. And Matt kind of got a metal voice there, too, for a second. Matt Alman. Hell yeah. <laughs> Metastrophe has Marital Combat, which is just an amazing name every time. And then Bean. Aw. Bean, who we know has Glue Factory. <laughs> and then Scott has Ronnie. Those are our metal horses. They metal as hail. Sorry, this is the part where Tim vamps because I don't have a document open that I needed every fucking time we record this podcast. Did you did you hear me completely choke though? I was like, I just like I got nothing. I got I got I'm supposed to this is my this is my shot. This is where I carry the program. Yeah. And all of a sudden, mom's spaghetti just all over the place. I had nothing. Happens to the not best prepared. Of us. Does it? Well, not Eminem, but everybody else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never in my life heard Alex be at a loss for words. No, not once. Not once. No. Well, it's not just because I keep them in my hands. My bouquet of words. <laughs> It's too many words for me to hold in my human hands. That's why I just keep spewing them out at will. (laughs) Can I say one thing about metal horses? Yeah. Yeah. You can say two things. Well, I'm going to say this thing. If your name is Kelsey, can you please message me, please? Please message me back on Horse Girls. Please, on the Patreon, please message me back. If your name is Kelsey, please. We have to talk about this name because I don't have it and I need it. Please. Thank you. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you. Okay, but is this Kelsey doing the longest grift to get the horse with no name? <laughs> If so, that is fucking amazing. And just keep not messaging me, Kelsey. Thank you. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you. Incredible. It's also good because if you do a little bit of wordplay, she could be a deserter, which has desert in it. And Okay. This brings our podcast to an end, similarly to the way that I ended that thought just there. Thank you for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, follow us on Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast. If you want to buy some radical shirts and things, visit DuckDuckJenna.com, America's most beloved search engine to search for Horse Girls merch and Horse Girls merch only. Also, we have a new thing that if you wanted to go find all these links, I'm just going to say it this one time. Hang on, sorry, these were all the stickers I had Scott do. They clearly don't have the link on them. Here we go. We have a link tree, and it's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash horse girls podcast. Oh, so no. if you like link trees, that's for you, I guess. Good luck. I don't I still don't know what our link tree is because you froze. Oh, well well it's good news okay, is I'll the recording you. didn't. The good news is it's still recording, but I will tell you <laughs> it's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash horse girls podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Do you want to take our relationship to the next level? Kelsey sure doesn't, but you can become part of our barn at horsegirls.club or patreon.com slash horsegirls, where we have a veritable plethora of things to offer you, like content, but more importantly, horses in the barn. If you want to find us on other podcasts, 
you can. We do so many. Please. If you like TTRPGs, check out the Botched Podcast and Dungeons and Dragon Beams and Late Starters. And if you like Animorphs, check out Animorphs Anonymous. Surprise! We do another book one. It's called Surprise Attack Book Club. If you are betwitched by Jenna, check out Jenna's Switch at twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one singular L, one single L, one single L. I figure if I start a chant, it'll help. Did it help? This is a poll now. Did It, it help? helped me. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You can Google the second L, but this one has one singular L. If you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful Appalachian voice, he has voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now. And if you think our episode art is hella cute, that's because it is. And it was created by Casey D, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at BesideYouComic.com and also AloofTroop.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. How do you even decide to watch a movie?